Hi, welcome back to another Practicing Alchemy podcast. Uh, this week's episode, uh, I had to mull over for a while. <laughs> I've had these ideas in my head that I wanted to talk about, but I had to sit down and talk them through with Stacy because sometimes I have these big grand ideas, and by sometimes, I mean all the time, but I am so bad at articulating them because they're big and grand in my head, but when I tried to make them small and simple, they do not come out correctly. And most of the time, I end up sounding like a crazy person, which is not unnormal for me, but sometimes it's very frustrating when I don't feel understood. So shout out to Stacy for having to listen to me try and muddle my way through this this podcast with her and hopefully um I make her proud with this one in that people can understand it (laughs) so I've been having these thoughts that sort of intertwined into each other the past few weeks maybe month and this is all sparked from me listening to Jay Shetty his podcast hopefully you know Jay Shetty if you don't you need to check him out he's amazing but he was a Buddhist monk for a while and now he's taken over social media uh, with his like mental health chats and stuff and he has a bunch of really amazing people on his podcasts and I listened to one last week with Lily Reinhardt the actress from Riverdale who plays Betty Cooper And first of all, she's amazing. I love her. And turns out she's actually very down to earth. I don't know why I said actually. It's totally possible for actors to be down to earth. But I was surprised, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, she's really down to earth. And actually, she struggled with anxiety issues, like based around social situations, which seems incredible because she's an actress. But she had started talking to Jay about how she has some aspects of her personality that she wished she could change. Like she started to realize, oh, I'm very pessimistic and I don't want to be pessimistic. And was just speaking about how it's hard trying to shape yourself into who you want to be kind of or like accepting who you are. And Jay said it's not about finding yourself because that's one of the things I think lots of us struggle with is finding out who we are but it's more about creating who you want to be. And it was wild because in the episode they're talking and as Jay is saying this, you can tell Lily's like having a realization and she even says like, wow, like I never thought of it that way before. I'm going to take that and use that from now on. Like what a interesting way to look at things. And I like that better than the way I was thinking of before. And I resonated with this because I've always felt that way too. Like it's so confusing when you tell someone to figure out who they are or you're trying to figure out who yourself is because how do we know? Like, what do you mean who I am? I Every day I'm changing. Like as I grow and as I experience things, my thoughts are changing, my ideas are changing. And that determines who I am in the moment or who I have been kind of thing, like these habits, let's say, of how I've reacted to things that shapes who I am. But who's to say that you can't change that and alter it? So I'm starting to feel that it's less of me trying to discover who I am inside and more looking at other people or aspects of life or personality traits that I want and moving towards that, practicing the habits to help create that. Obviously, this isn't to say like fake it, like (laughs) say I want to be rich and then eventually you're rich or like I want to be, I don't know, amazingly talented at such and such sport. Like you can work toward it, but obviously there are certain talents and things that 
uh, are just inherent to your being. But this is more like aspects of your personality. Like I know I struggle a lot with social settings and my anxiety, and I would like to be better at that in some circumstances. So I've definitely been pushing myself to just feel more comfortable, pushing myself to not overthink when I'm in situations and trying to create a peace within myself. It's really just the idea of reframing your brain or reframing the way you think about things. And this actually ties into another thing that I was reading on sort of a different side of my life. So this was more the educational wanting to learn and soak up all the goodness of Jay Shetty sort of my life. But also the other side of my life is this very creative side of my life, which is doing this podcast, writing poetry, writing books, that kind of stuff, like creating of things. And I found this book on TikTok, actually, because I'm obsessed with TikTok. It's where I learn all of my information. It's called Steal Like an Artist. And it's a really short sort of like step-by-step book, but in a really fun way that teaches chapter by chapter how to sort of embrace the life of being an artist. And one of the main points of it, hence the title, is all art is stolen in the fact that all art is inspired by something else. You know, the greatest artists had a previous inspiration and sort of base their art on that. Not so it's identical, obviously, but they pull from their favorite artists and create stuff that reminds them of that. And that's something I thought was really important and that I took uh, from my creative style. One of the tasks they said was to look up, like try to name your favorite artist and then just study the hell out of their life. Like study what they write, who they associate themselves with, like try to discover their values from the stuff they post. And then after you do that, find three artists that that person is inspired by or that person loves and do the same thing with them, study them head to toe, birth to death, whatever. And then you create your art based on all these inspirations you're getting. The idea is that everything is regurgitated. There's no new ideas. It's just new takes on ideas. And I felt that so deeply to my soul because that is what this podcast is. It's me living life and discovering things, talking to people, experiencing things, and summarizing that in my own words and putting it here for you guys to listen to. And I think I've said this before, but You may have read the same book I've read a hundred times, but I can offer some information that I took from the book, my interpretation of it, which is something you may have never thought of. And now you're looking at that book in an entirely new light. And the thought process behind this is that that is art. That's all that art is. After listening to the Jay Shetty podcast with Elaine Reinhardt, I realized that's what life is as well. It's looking at these people, our idols, or people we love, and taking the bits of them that we admire and trying to emulate that in ourselves and create that habit in ourselves. So that is who we become in creating our best self by gravitating towards these values, these ideas, these personality traits, the way that we want to be. It kind of, I guess, brings up a controversial question of like, can you steal personality traits? And I was talking to Stacy the other day. This actually, I don't know why this just made me think of this. But when I was in high school, like 17, 18, I had this idea 
of a very like, cool girl and she was the person who like wore hair in a bun and had like the chopsticks in her hair except it was like a pen or a pencil I don't know if I saw it on tv or what it was but I decided that like that was the epitome of being cool was having like a messy bun and having like a pen or pencil shoved in it so I would walk around like day after day with a pencil in my hair because I thought I was so cool and, like some people would comment on it and like laugh and whatever and I was like yeah. I'm so fun and edgy and whatever because I have this pencil in my hair, which is like, I don't know, I wanted to be cool. That was like the personality trait that I wanted to have. But now thinking about it, I'm like, obviously, that's so funny that I felt that before. But I don't think I was necessarily wrong in that feeling, like finding something that I really enjoyed and wanting to emulate that in my own life. And that was the cool girl with the pencil in her hair. But now I think it's more like the peaceful girl who is positive in any situation who can find the silver lining in things who realizes that life is impermanent and whatever happens is meant to happen and everything will be okay in the end and that's something that I'm practicing every second of every day <laughs> it is very hard but that is who I want to be and not specifically for others but for myself because I think when I can truly embody that peace, embody that indifference to things and the trust and the flow of life, I will be at the best version of myself and maybe that rubs off on someone else. And I think going along with this, a very important part of deciding who you want to be and creating who you want to be is surrounding yourself with amazing, brilliant, beautiful people. And I think Jay actually had someone on who mentioned this in the podcast. I can't remember who it is, but we all know successful billionaires, tech minds, whoever, who have done this, uh, artists even, who have surrounded themselves with the right people, you know? First one I can think of, don't know why, again, but Justin Bieber and Usher, right? Like Usher discovered Justin Bieber. And because of that relationship, Justin had a mentor, someone older, someone experienced, and he was able to make his way in the world creating music, which he did himself, obviously, but he had people to inspire him, people to look up to. And he learned all these amazing traits of being an artist. And that goes for your regular life too, I believe, that surrounding yourself with people who have these qualities that you admire or these qualities that you would like to possess is so beneficial because you start to think like them, you start to talk like them, you start to take these ideas and make them your own. And the biggest testament that I have to this is my friend, Camille, who I've had on the podcast before. She's a couple years older than me. Don't worry, Camille, I won't tell them your real age. <laughs> but she's brilliant, like truly one of the smartest, most amazing humans I have ever met. And I am just clinging to that girl. I'm like, please don't leave me. You better teach me all the things. And it's it works out perfectly because her personality is that she loves to teach and educate, and that is like her life passion. And I am a sponge. I just soak up everything she says. Now, she will argue that sometimes I ignore what she says, and I would just like to point out that I don't ignore that. I just push it off till I am ready to learn it. So if you're listening to this, Camille, I will eventually learn all the things. Just give me some time. But she is a testament to that for me, like surrounding myself 
with people like her who have done amazing things and have achieved goals and have learned so much through experiences, through education, through whatever it is. And they're able to share that with me and help me expand my mind, expand my thoughts and who I want to be and what I can achieve. And I believe that surrounding yourself with these people help you to create who you want to be. So if you are surrounding yourself with people who are holding you back or have the same sort of stagnant ideas and lifestyle, you're going to get stuck with the same stagnant thoughts and you're not going to have as much creativity. But when you bring people around you who question the status quo or have these bigger ideas or have these massive dreams, all of that rubs off on you. Like your subconscious is taking a bit of that in all of the time. And you'll eventually start to see yourself like pushing your own limits and creating this lifestyle that you may have never thought you could do. And for me, this works out perfectly because it's exactly in line with this podcast, The Practicing Alchemy, in that it is all based on human connection, who you can connect with, who you are connecting with, and what you can learn along the way and what you can teach along the way. One of the most important things, though, to set this up is to share. And that means sharing everything, sharing the hard things, sharing the easy things, sharing the silly things, the things that make you feel crazy. And that's kind of going back to what I said at the beginning of this episode of me sharing these ideas with Stacy. And sometimes they come out really muddled and I'm not sure about them. But when I share them with her, she's able to give her take on them. And then I can more easily fit that into something that I think will be understood by more people. But this goes also to sharing with people, maybe who you're not so close with, but sharing your experiences, you know? I've had a pretty sticky last couple of months with soccer, but I've made sure to tell people about it, telling them the truth of what happened, how I'm feeling, and all this discussions behind the scene. Because when we don't share, other people don't get to know the truth and they feel alone in their experiences. But when we open up and say, hey, I'm not ashamed, this happened to me, and I'm going to be vulnerable and let other people know, then they feel that space to come and speak their truth as well. And then you find that connection and you find other people and you can discover maybe what they're doing themselves to get through a tough time. And maybe that's something that might help you. And then you can take that and use that. Stacey has a friend here who we've been recently discovering we are like the same person just in two separate bodies but I'm gravitating towards her because she thinks the way that I think and it's interesting to hear my thoughts kind of said from someone else like the validation is unreal and it feels so good to know there is someone else who has these thoughts but then you know her friends too and other people that we know like keep raising the bar of these thoughts and keep pushing me to question more and think more and just drive myself more in that way of not settling for feeling bad or not settling for this shitty situation but realizing everything has a meaning everything has a bigger picture everything is going to grow me whether I asked for it or not or whether I enjoy the yucky, gross, ugly feelings that come during the process, I know for a fact at the end of this, I will have learned something. And at the very least, I will have a very distinct 
experience that I can share with others that may allow them to feel validated or sympathize or empathize and allow them to also share this with someone else in the future. I truly feel that day by day I am learning more and experiencing more around me and deciding who I want to be in that moment. You know, I think there are some qualities that I always admire in people and that's generosity, kindness, respect, truth, and I'm trying to add those to my life. I think I already do some of those pretty well, but there's a lot of other things that I wish I was better at. I wish I was more adventurous. I wish I was more comfortable and didn't mind so much what people thought of me. I wish I could live more in the moment and wasn't so stressed about the future or other things. But I think all of that comes, again, with being around people who are like that, people who live that way day to day and it is easy for them or that's just who they are. And then you start to do that and it starts to become a habit. It's kind of like that idea of when you spend so much time with someone, you start to adopt a lot of their sayings or like mannerisms. I know lately Stacy's been saying kick it all the time because one of our other friends says that all the time. I've started to notice the other day I was like, oh my God, you say kick it so much now. She's like, I know I've been hanging out with so-and-so and now it's in my vocabulary. But it's the same kind of thing. It's like hanging out with people and just feeling that really good energy or that thing that you really admire. Then you start to realize that you're doing it subconsciously. At the end of the day, it's just a habit. It's something you practice and put into practice until eventually it becomes second nature. When I've been waking up in the morning, every morning before I get out of bed, I say, today is going to be a great day because I learned about it on TikTok. And supposedly it's supposed to change your mindset and ideas for the day. And the more you push this into your subconscious, the more you just start to attract things that are going to make your day great. I'm not entirely sure if it's working, but I'm going to keep doing it because it seems like, first of all, it seems like a innocent enough habit. It's not going to hurt anyone, but also if it does work, it works. Also, I'm putting a lot of me slow self-care time into my mornings, waking up earlier and doing these things to create a more whole morning for myself and a more loved on morning for me before I start work or before I embark on whatever adventure that I may be embarking on for the day. But it's the same thing with this, creating yourself. It's just a habit. When you get into a sticky situation, how are you going to react? Discover tools that are going to help you or little tips or tricks. And then when it happens, you do that thing. I know when I get really anxious, if I'm home when it happens, I try to lay on the ground <laughs> near my slider door. I open it up, lay on the ground near my slider door, let the fresh air sort of blow over me. So I feel a little bit like, okay, I'm connected to the world. Like I am here. I am existing right now in this moment. I'm alive and just kind of relaxing, working on my breathing. But there are a lot of things you can do and a lot of different scenarios and that's one of the things the breathing is a big thing I use even when I'm not home because I know it helps me so now it's become a habit and a trick that I can use whenever I'm having anxiety or a panic attack or whatever I can use this breathing to help get me out of it again tying back to the personality or creating who you want to be when you get into situations if you want to be kinder 
maybe having like a little saying in your head or like count to three before you answer. Something that you can practice within these moments that'll allow you to create that person in these moments. And then the more you're able to do that, the more it becomes a habit, the more it becomes second nature. And before you know it, you have changed for the better in a way that you wanted to change this whole time. Hope you enjoyed this episode. That's really all I got for you today. My challenge is for you to think of someone who possesses a lot of qualities that you appreciate or you admire and see if you have any of those qualities yourself or there are qualities that you would like to try to insert into your own life and try to practice more of that. My person for the artist-wise, I think, was Glennon Doyle. I just love her and I love the way she exists in the world. And that's what I'm trying to do a little bit more, just exist unapologetically and talking about how I am cranky and sometimes do irrational things or say irrational things and move a lot based on my emotions. But again, it's unapologetic and knowing that I still at the end of the day can come back and say sorry and admit that I'm wrong. So try to think of who your person is today, whether it be an artist, um, a celebrity, a historian, a scientist, anything, and see what it is that they possess that you would like to and try adding some of those aspects into your everyday life. Anyway, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day, whatever part of the day you're listening to this, and I love you. God bless.